You're listening to B2B Nation, a podcast from Technology Advice designed to help marketers navigate the modern B2B buyer's journey. Here's your host, Mike Pastor. Among the marketers and revenue leaders to appear on this podcast, we've had some with a background in sales and more than a few with a background in journalism and content creation, yours truly included. But I think our guest for this episode is the first guest we've had on the show who was once a kindergarten teacher. I think that there's strangely a lot of parallels there where especially in this realm that we're getting into with new marketing, it's it, it has re- it has turned into and it, it truly is an educational uh, venue, right? That's Megan Knoll from Trava Security. And speaking to the younger folk, on this episode of the B2B Nation podcast, Megan and I are talking about how a new generation of B2B buyers values emotion and humanity in their B2B brands. How what Megan calls the new marketing of content creation and distribution will be a focus for 2023 and more. Welcome to B2B Nation. Megan Knoll from Trava Security. Why don't you take a minute and tell us who you are and what you do? Yeah, so I am the director of marketing here at Trava. Uh, Trava is a risk management and cybersecurity company, and we are in the um, SaaS space mostly and insurance. All right. Now, you have spoken in the past about marketing to millennials who are now one of the largest demographic groups for B2B organizations. How do you expect that B2B marketers are going to react as we move from millennials to Gen Y and beyond. Just today, someone sent me a note about how much they're hearing about TikTok at a conference and (laughs) stuff like that we never used to hear before. Uh, So what are your thoughts on the changing demographics of our audience? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's continuing with the millennial trends that we we saw with that generation, right, was that they were feeling that they had to be more connected to a brand than in previous generations. So I think that's just continuing with Gen Y. They want to feel um, connected to people and not brands specifically, I think. And so kind of navigating that, uh, the, the team mentality, how do you elevate the members of an organization or a company uh, beyond just a brand presence? So I think as we get into those younger generations, just bringing more humanity to a brand is going to be important to be able to fully market it. And that's, it's kind of been a challenge for B2B organizations when you think about humanity and emotion and how far down the list do you get before you say a B2B brand, right? Right. Uh, and then it's even, I mean, I'm in the cybersecurity space, right? And insurance space. How uh, how relatable do you find cybersecurity companies or other technology companies sometimes? Or we're getting better about it. Uh, insurance as well. Like we've been, we've been kind of pigeonholed into this fear factor sometimes where we're having to transition into something that's more like, no, we're your trusted advisor, we're your partner in this. And it's not intimidation buying uh, or selling uh, to, to customers any longer. It's more, here's how we can come alongside you and be that partner through your journey. We've talked about that before on the podcast, how you used to, not you personally, but (laughs) the security marketers used to, you don't want to be the next Target or Sony or whoever the biggest breach of the week was. You don't want to be in the headlines. You don't want that to be you, but it's hard to scare people into buying anything. 
really yeah. right and and i think it's it's changed to enablement like if you don't have to think about your security if you feel like you're protected what else could you do with the people with the money with the resources right and i mean there's a there's a cost to doing nothing in in those situations too right so our our challenge is yeah it is scary there are we are it, it is a market that people are coming to us because they need a solution to protect themselves but at the same time we don't want to come off as scary so we don't want to be i always conjure this idea of the man in the hoodie behind the screen of numbers in a dark room hacking in that you know that is a scary thought but we're not we're we're selling the opposite of that we're selling friendly human real people that are going to help you through a confusing and complicated journey so what is the biggest challenge that you and your team face in your marketing as we head into 2023 i mean we just talked about staying away from the fear factor kind of keeping the message positive and helpful and protection we talked about the changing demographics the economy is all upside down at the moment <laughs> is it a combination of all those yeah so I, I mean the the shift in marketing has moved away from what i continue to call these like traditional marketing uh, platforms and strategies right so we're we hear a lot about zero click content or the dark funnel or dark social and i think that the the, the biggest challenge is how do you measure that like how are you um you want to lean into it you want to like that's what our content strategy is has moved to and our messaging is moving to towards more thought leadership more education-based content more um free just you know, again, trying to bring that humanity, that authenticity, that that expertise, but not asking for an email every single time. So then how do I turn around as a marketer and say, this is working and you should keep me around because I'm not maybe 10 <laughs> xing my MQLs, right? But I'm, you know, maybe showing more impact down, you know, further in the funnel. So that's that's the at least from my seat in a in a relatively new startup trying to prove the worth of uh some of our efforts i think and yeah, you can you can them. talk about those strategies <laughs> with leadership and then they yeah, once a week you get together and they're like all right how many leads how many yeah leads yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah what, what's the what's the conversion rate right right so. and and that's a conversation i've had several times this week like let me go and find the other data yeah. from this paid media campaign because we shouldn't judge it by lead that's not telling you the whole story people don't click on ads fill out a form right as someone told me marketers in my business we market to marketers and somebody told me marketers are the first people to stop filling out forms <laughs> oh and that's what i i get with my sales team and with the sales leader and they'll throw something out and i was like oh no i mass delete every email won't respond to anything on linkedin like i'm the worst type of you know like i i'm trying to send the emails and i'm the one deleting them so i totally understand that as the uh not being able to market to marketers but because we see through it too right is yep. um, but somebody asked me earlier like how do you even begin to to tell if something's working or not and i think seeing capturing engagement somehow is it you know, is it a social share? Is it a, you know, a click? Is it a like? Is it a comment? Is it a, are your partners talking about you? Are your your peers talking about you? Your, your Are your customers 
selling you. So, I mean, it's it's going to be a complicated journey, but you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah, one of my goals was I want us to be part of the conversation. Yeah. But it's not that's not an easy thing to measure, right? And like you mentioned before, dark social, dark funnel, you don't have ears on a lot of those conversations. <laughs> no. You honestly don't know until somebody comes to you and fills out that form and says, okay, now I want to talk to you. Right. Instead of you always trying to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. And on that's I, I heard this suggestion too, is that it's it really is beyond the the typical drop down menu, right? Like, how did you hear about us? Sometimes, I mean, it's turning into this this zone of you're consuming so many brands all the time that you don't know when the first time you heard of them. Um, I just signed a contract for a service and she asked me, she asked me straight out, how did you hear about me? I said, I have no idea. I've been following you for, you're in my inbox. I've been following you. I don't know where I opted in. I don't know how I discovered you, but I did. But eventually something worked, right? <laughs> um, so I think it's really trying to just keep on going and dig in. That's why 100% attribution is just the dream, <laughs> revenue leaders. Yeah. <laughs> Who remembers that first touch? Education is featured pretty prominently in your background, and you can go ahead and expand on that. I, myself, I'm involved with a nonprofit that supports elementary education in my area. I've got a couple of elementary school age kids. What does marketing bring to your interest in education, and what is your interest in education? brought to marketing. Oh, there we go. So uh, yeah, I was a teacher for 10 years. I have a PhD in education. Now I'm a marketer. <laughs> Who would have thought, right? Fun journey. Uh, but I think that there's strangely a lot of parallels there, where especially in this realm that we're getting into with new marketing, it's it, it, has, it has turned into, and it, it truly is an educational uh, venue, right? So we're teaching, I have to teach uh, my audience what, who we are, what we do. I have to take engineering speak from, from, a, you know, a SaaS company of a bunch of developers, and I have to translate that and then educate potential customers that are, uh, may not have any security experience, right? So there's that aspect, but we're also just trying to, as a brand, put it out there as just educating on our our topic of cybersecurity. Why is it even important? If you don't choose us, choose somebody else because this is something that as for the US economy, we need to make sure that we're protecting small and medium-sized businesses. So back to your question of just how does it influence, I think that any content strategy or thought leadership angle really does lend itself to being a source of education. And you kind of touched on this. We all need cybersecurity, right? I recently <laughs> wrote something about <clears throat> a piece we did with first party data on our security audience. And I, I posed the question, like, who needs cybersecurity? Well, everyone. Like, yeah. and, and the data bears that out. It was over 4,000 unique job titles out there researching security tools, which is incredible. But when you're, I, when you're teaching, right, you have like the captive audience. So how, how do you break <laughs> oh, I... through... 
How do you break through the noise? <laughs> well, I taught kindergarten for most of my career. <laughs> you, you didn't have a kindergarten. Audience audience. Take that back. <laughs> is is uh, negotiable, but um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to be, it's the same thing as teaching five-year-olds. You kind of have to be creative, right? Like you never know what's going to work to get someone's attention. So you have to try 10 different things and it might be the first thing and it might be the last thing. It might be none of them because we're all used to failing a lot as well as winning a lot. So um, I think it's just, you know, it is a constant adaptation of yourself and your message and your brand to be able to get the attention of your audience, whether it's five-year-olds or it's, <laughs> you know, SAS, SAS uh, SMBs, but uh, yeah. What is your favorite tool? And the rules we put around this question as regular listeners know, you can't say anything that Trava's selling and you can't say your phone unless you cite a specific application. So I had, I, I struggled with this one a bit because, you know, my first, my first, you know, um, thought was the normal ones, right? Google Analytics or SEMrush or uh, or HubSpot, right? Like, because it does everything. But All have been named in the past. Yeah, no. So I think currently for us, because we're leaning so heavily into this authenticity and really this thought leadership and education. So we just started a podcast ourselves called The Tea on Cybersecurity, which is basically to, to educate people who have no idea what cybersecurity is. We use a tool called Casted. So it is, I don't know if you're familiar with Casted, it, um, we put all of our webinars on it and we put all of our podcasts on it. You can use it internally. It makes it really easy to cut like audiograms and videograms for social. We can include links in our, uh, in our newsletter and it gives a lot of insights as well. So we can kind of see the companies that are engaging with our content. So that's been a really fun one to explore. And if I can get it like a, a second, you know, a runner up there is the same thing. We use something called the juice, which is us. Uh, we were talked about Spotify offline here quick before the episode. It's essentially the Spotify of content. So you select your interests. It delivers personalized kind of digests of content so that we have our our blog posts or our podcast. Anything that we are doing kind of gets gets on to that platform and then distributed to whoever signs up that they're interested in security. So it's been it's been an interesting journey and those are my two kind of favorite ones right now. All right. Lindsay Chepkema, I think I'm still saying <laughs> Lindsay's last name right. Co-founder of Casted. Yeah. Former B2B Nation guest. Really? Oh, yep. I love Lindsay. She's great. <laughs> She's yep, great. and uh, appeared at our Demand Fest virtual event during the height of the pandemic as well. So yeah, we we know. And oh, you know, casted. <laughs> yes, yeah. definitely. All right, Megan Knoll of Trava Security. Thanks for joining us on B two B Nation. Yeah, thanks so much, Michael. Thanks again to Megan Knoll from Trava Security for joining us on B two B Nation. If you found this episode interesting or insightful, follow B two B Nation on Apple, Google, Spotify, or SoundCloud. You can also follow B2B Nation from Technology Advice on LinkedIn to stay up to date with resources by B2B marketers for B2B marketers. Thanks to the team at Technology Advice, including Amy Dunn and Hunter Hill. Mnemonics in the Guild wrote our theme song. We'll catch you next time on B2B Nation.